It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked Locked On. Locked Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Visa. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, your coffee spots, or your favorite shops. Local businesses have been there on your team supporting you in your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at a local business and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with a contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, the official partner of the NFL. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? <laughs> Not much. Uh, this was about... <laughs> The most, uh, I mean, it was like watching a, a slow-moving car accident. You know, it's like, I feel like a lot yeah. of the stuff that happened was the stuff that we talked about uh, all week. Uh, and, and But it's still, you know, it still unraveled in such a crazy, unbelievable way. It was like, it was like watching almost an inverse of the Atlanta game in some ways. It was, it's nuts. This, this season has been just totally nuts. Yeah, so the Cowboys fall to the Browns in week four, 49 to 38. Uh, the story of the game was that a strong second and third quarter from the Browns, uh, 34 unanswered points. The Cowboys scored zero points in the second and third quarter combined. Um, they could not stop the run. Uh, Cleveland rushed for 307 yards. Uh, they averaged 7.7 yards per carry. Uh, Nick Chubb goes out early in this game. Kareem Hunt has a huge game. Somebody named Ernest Johnson, who I have <laughs> never heard of it ever, uh, 13 carries for 95 yards. Um, so just an overall bad game by the Cowboys defense. And Landon, I want to start there. Uh, going into the season, we thought that the Cowboys, if we, we thought the Cowboys defense had the potential to be average. And we thought maybe even you know, top 12, 13, if everything went correctly. Uh, we are no longer thinking average. I'm hoping they get back to bad because right now they are historically bad. Uh, this is an all-time uh, bad Cowboys defense. This is the most points they've ever given up in a three-game stretch. The most points they've ever given up in the first four games of the season. Three straight games without a turnover. Uh, only two sacks today, and you know even those two sacks were ones where it was more Baker Mayfield you know, just running out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage. So uh, I want to start there. What is going on with the Cowboys defense and is it fixable at all? You know, I, I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit recently and, and you know, that the, there is a, an element of this that this is a broken and disjointed defense because, you know, the, the idea that more than the offense, when this new ca- coaching staff came in, uh, 
they you know they raised it, they raised it from the ground up on the defense. I mean, they basically completely destroyed what was there. All new coaches, very little uh, pass over from the previous staff. I think if I remember correctly, just one coach. I think the uh, uh, defensive line coach that that transferred over. Um, so that's part of it, I, and I and it has been part of it. But I will say this: my 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 thought process when bringing that up was that eventually, you know, eventually it's got to start getting better, right? Like hmm. eventually, I mean, it's getting yeah, worse. Yeah, and that's and that's the problem, right? Is that this? It's 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 getting worse, and so to me, I don't know if this is just. This defense, look, and, and and part of it is that this was a terrible matchup for the Cowboys. We talked about it all week. This kind of play action, run first offense is 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 really just a nightmare matchup for the Cowboys because, and I say this supposedly at this point, supposedly the only thing this defense can do well is supposed to be able to rush the passer. But I don't, hmm. I I have not seen any kind of evidence of that in quite a while, except for Alden Smith's, you know impressive performance a few weeks ago or a week ago. Uh, so I think at this point, I mean, this defense can't do anything. So, you know, I, the, the Cowboys are going to have to figure out what to do, but, but I, to answer your question, I, I think that, you know, there may be something to salvage in next season, but I, I don't know what you can do right now. At, you know, at week five entering in week five hmm. to kind of, right the ship except to continue to move forward you know continue to hope that uh it that the defense starts to click uh or that you know the substitutions that maybe they should have made uh at different points in the season start happening more often and and you know and maybe they start considering other people but I, I i don't know man i mean i i think at this point it's it, nobody on the defense seems to know the defense very well and if that's the case, then why not bring in new people? Because if, if, if you know, the, the previous argument was uh, experience in this defense, then uh, that, that argument has been blown out of the water. Now I think it's time to start considering things out of the box because otherwise, you know, we're in the middle of the, the Eagles 49ers game right now as we're recording. But, you know, uh, the Cowboys are probably going to fall into a playoff spot. And what, whether it's a historically embarrassing game or not, uh, it, it will really depend on whether the Cowboys can salvage something from this defense this season uh, over the next what is it twelve games. Uh, all right, let's start. Let's start with this. Um, what do you think is the biggest weakness of this defense right now? If you could fix one thing, is it the linebacker play? Is it the cornerback play? I mean, I know they've had a lot of injuries in their secondary. And I know, you know, you get a guy like Daryl Worley matched up against Odell Beckham. It's just a, it's a terrible mismatch. Um, but where do you feel like the, mo- the, the most of the problems are coming from right now? You know, honestly, like the Daryl Worley, I mean, Odell Beckham thing, like Odell Beckham's a terrible mismatch for anybody. I, I, I actually think that the, 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 the coverage has been bad, but not terrible. The the terrible thing <laughs> not worse than not worse than our expectations. Yeah, that's the thing almost, is right? that our expectations yeah. for that are already bad. The problem is is that the de- the run defense in total is is just historically bad. And and even and who does it, who do you think that falls on? I mean, I know there's guys that are getting blown off the ball up front. You can see that yeah. the linebackers certainely aren't. The helping linebackers either. are playing absolutely terrible. Um, the the uh, the defensive tackle position is. 
Uh, I mean, outside of Tristan Hill, occasionally, but, but I mean, certainly he. It's it's pr- pr- troubling that you're constantly begging for him to be on the field because uh, nobody else can really do anything, um, and and that certainly doesn't help the situation at linebacker. You know, I think the problem is is, is that it changes week to week too. You know, it's it's like what what is the, what is the offense going to expose this week? Really, is is seemingly you know the answer and so uh, yeah i mean i think that i think anybody could expose this run defense i think the cowboys pass defense can do enough to get off the field randomly and, and you've seen it randomly that's a great i mean one. it is random that's how it feels. You know? I, I was gonna say when I'm, I'm watching this game with my dad and uh we're excited when the Cowboys get to a third down. Yeah. Because that means there's a, there's chance, a chance they can get off the yeah. field if somebody drops the pass. Sure. Or or there's, a, you know, someone like, or someone just completely misses a wide open receiver or something, which, uh, you know, seemingly happens a lot. You know, look, I, I, I mean, that's what this is at this point. You know, like the, the defense is holding on with, with your life. And, and to the point where, I mean, as fantastic as the offense has been. Like they 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 gotta figure out a way maybe to I mean I, and I understand how unattractive this is to say but they need to figure out a way to run the football a little bit I mean oh, I know but but man. I mean I don't like seriously this defense is like I mean it, it's crossing the it's 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 breaking EPA rec- records I imagine like it, it, it's actually oh, yeah, it's, it's actually <laughs> making running against the defense uh efficient enough that you shouldn't even throw the throw the ball on first down against this (laughs) defense and that's so bad because you know the downside is again like they're also not fumbling it so they're they're gaining Uh time of possession and they're getting huge epa on their runs it's like it's the worst case scenario and again none of this is helped by the fact that the cowboys offense uh despite being able to throw the ball and move the ball all over the place can't seem to hold on to the damn ball for longer than two drives. It's so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's again, it's, it's the opposite of complimentary football right now. The two sides are fighting each other to make each other look worse right now. It's, 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 it's ugly. We'll talk about the offense in just a second, but um, are you a stress eater when you watch these games? Like, do, do you have any, like any bad habits when you watch these games? No, I, 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 I have to like, I mean, I, I my bad habit is that I I you know I scream and yell at the at the TV or whatever, yeah. but I have to be like very disciplined because oh because I will definitely fall into that you know like I'll definitely yeah. fall into that trap. Yeah, so I'm a stress eater and I'm a, a bad tweeter at the same time. Oh, I, yeah. I get emotional. I tweet so. Um, but if you're a stress eater like me, you should consider ordering DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDON. That's $5 off your order and zero delivery fees when you order the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked On. I also want to tell you guys about Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Uh, we always come up with some lame excuses, but with Roman, it's easy to talk about. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. 
If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. Okay, Landon, let's talk about the offense. Um, I, I don't know where you want to start, but um, this offense took too long to get going today. Uh, they scored first 14 points to open this game. No points again in the second and third quarter. They just continued to shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, Prescott had a fumble that led to points. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott had his first 15-yard run of the season and it immediately turned into a fumble. Um, why can't this offense get out of their own way for some reason? Again, another day with three turnovers, three straight games with three turnovers by this offense. I'm, I'm going to throw some numbers at you real quick. Here we go. Ready? Uh, yep. 7.9. All right. <laughs> That's the average uh, yards per play per, per pass per attempt. It's a pass per attempt. A pass attempt. So 7.9 yards per pass attempt, right? They were 55% on third down, which is incredible. I mean, in this game at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, and despite, you know, as historic, as historically bad this Cowboys defense was, the Cowboys actually gained more total yards than, than the Browns. At, they had 566 total yards against the Browns, 508. But the difference was, again, that the Cowboys could not get out of their own Way and and whether it was Zeke's fumble or Dak's uh, 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 fumble, you know the the empty hand fumble, or or the interception because they were having to press, you know, and and frankly there should have been two or three more interceptions because they, oh, because yeah. they're it, having it was not Dak's back sure day, well because sure. They, I mean because he was having to press so hard to try to score oh, yeah. points and 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 had made it worse on themselves. Look, that's the problem is that this pass offense is already. Like a lot has been put on it, and when the Cowboys, you know, make mistakes, stupid mistakes like fumbles and and, and that sort of thing, they only put more pressure on themselves to have to produce. It's not there. It's clearly, you know, not the defense that's going to bail them out of these games. You're you're hoping for a stop or two from the defense at best to try to just give you a chance, but it's going to be have to be the offense. So. As they shoot themselves in the foot, they put more pressure on themselves to have to perform, and that's what causes even more problems. And so, uh, you know, I think the the Cowboys have got to figure out a way to become more efficient. And and, and it starts with just, I mean, figuring out the – first of all, I mean, I hate to start here, but why was Terrence Steele even starting in this game? Yeah, so we talked about this uh, on our Wednesday podcast, right? We, we hypothesized that with Tyron Smith, his neck, they were going to be very careful with it. And they were going to see how he goes you know, through the game. And that's why they wanted to keep Brandon, Brandon Knight at left tackle and start with Terrence Steele. But there's just a noticeable gap I mean, between Terrence Steele and Brandon Knight. You need to get your best five of them. Yeah, and, and 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 that's the thing. And so, you know, it and that cost them, you know, a drive and and frankly, uh, some momentum because after that it, it it was very clear that uh the 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 moment minimum turned and that was really the start of the kind of slide into Hades that that the Cowboys traveled through the second and third quarter, but this offense turned it on when, you know, with 12 minutes left to go in the game and suddenly became electric, scored three touchdowns and three uh, two-point conversions. The odds of that are 
probably pretty crazy, I imagine, you know? And, yeah. and, and so this offense clearly has the ability when it's right to turn it on and score at will, basically, uh, with huge chunk plays, even against defenses that are trying to prevent huge chunk plays that know that the Cowboys are coming after them. So, you know, if you want to look at bright sides or, you know, the good things on this, this team, this Cowboys pass offense is, is absolutely incredible. The problem is, is that you need them to be incredible and efficient. And, you know, I don't know what the, what the total turnover rate is for the last, you know, four games, but I know that they're neg- minus six, I think in the last two, right? So My- yeah, what are they, minus seven in the last uh, three yeah. games? Yeah, and so I think you can't have a historically bad defense and uh, a historically bad turnover rate and then hope mm-hmm. that you're, you know, relatively not quite his- quite yet historically good passing offense uh, is going to bail you out every single time. That's just basically leaving this all to a crapshoot. What's so frustrating about this offense is – you can see the potential, right? Like in that fourth quarter when, you know, they put up 24 points in about seven minutes, right? Something crazy like that. This offense can be historically great, but so many of their best players are making crucial mistakes. Again, Elliot with the fumble, uh, Dak, maybe with some of the ball security stuff, Omari quit on a route, you know, late in the game or not, you know, that, that turned into an interception. He admitted it. Was it. A, yeah. Mental so it's mistake just, where he thought he was trying to get to the second window. and wasn't looking at the ball. It's just like, I mean, it's just simple stuff. It's stupid stuff, you know, and, but at critical moments and, and when they, and when they give themselves these, you know, uh, like they put themselves in these situations where they have to be perfect. They have to score four straight touchdowns and four straight two point conversions. And then they only get three. It's like, you know, I mean, it's exactly. amazing that they got three. That's amazing. But it, it's also not enough to win the game, you know, and that's ultimately what we're talking about is that it's like, yeah, they're putting up historic numbers and Dak is doing things that are uh, no, one, you know, cowboy quarterback is done in history, you know, and but at the same time, they're, they're losing all these games because, you know, not only because the defense is bad, not only because the defense is bad. But because they put a historically bad defense in in, in historically bad spots too, and, and, and you know not getting to not you know not winning the turnover battle, putting their their team in horrible field position, and then the mm-hmm. the the cherry on top, you know, continued bad special team decisions, um, and and <laughs> and it's it's a it's a. I don't want to use the S word, but it's an S word Sunday, and it's 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 not delicious. With you know, it's all that combined yeah. is a terrible, yeah. terrible mixture. So I, we could talk about Dak Prescott and the receivers, and I mean those those guys were really good. Amari Cooper, twelve catches for one hundred and thirty four yards and a touchdown. Ceedee Lamb caught two touchdowns in this game. So Cedric Wilson uh, could, and, and, and Noah Brown as well. I mean, Noah I mean, Brown seriously. four catches for Noah Brown. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Schultz, those had guys a great game all, too. I think, and you know, it's just like. Sure, but it's just not enough. You know, it's 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 it. it you put yourself in such a hole, you can't dig yourself out. Um, let's quickly touch on the offensive line yeah. because after what the first, I guess it would be the second series. Uh, the Cowboys had no Joe, Joe Looney in there who got hurt with a knee injury. Uh, they replaced Terrence Steele with Brandon Knight. From that point on, with Biotish and Knight in the on the field, how did you think the offensive line performed? I, I mean, I, I hate to be like this, but I mean. 
I mean, you and I said this specifically, or at least that's this is what I said when you asked me who I thought the starting offensive line should have been this week. I said it should have been Smith, uh, Williams, mm-hmm. Biotish, Martin, and and Brandon Knight. And guess what? That was the best combination out there. And and I, you know, look, I, I'm not a I'm not a guru. You know, it's just, I just, but it was, it's just common but it's sense, pretty yeah. clear, you know, and, 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 yeah. and, and frankly, I thought it was pretty clear just immediately how Biotis was able to step in and, and t- pick up things up without a problem. And that interior of that defensive line, maybe they don't have a Miles Garrett on there, but Sheldon Richardson is no joke. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, these Larry Obito no is joke. the same way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No joke. So th- they, they stepped in and had a, had a good game. Biotis stepped in and had a good game. Brandon Knight stepped in a right tackle and didn't embarrass himself. You know, I mean, especially considering he's playing a guy who consistently embarrasses offensive tackles. And the thing is, too, is, you know, Knight practiced at left tackle all week long. Yeah. So you're getting a guy that's now having to flip sides, completely change the footwork and all that kind of stuff, and playing, you know, one of the best pass rushers in the league. Um, it's going to be nice to go back and watch the L22 to see how those guys, Piotish and Knight, play. Uh, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate, amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, uh, low sugar, and no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. And right now, you get a free cooler with an order of a new box only while supplies last. Again, that's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Um, all right, Landon, we have uh, just a couple minutes left in this podcast. And again, we're recording this during the middle of the 49er um, Eagle game. So uh, s- some stuff's still going on there. But uh, let's talk about where we're at after the first quarter of the season. Uh, Mike McCarthy has always said he hates this first couple weeks of the season. It's not real football. Um, you know, it, it takes a while for his team to, to kind of get into rhythm. Uh <laughs> What are your expectations now with this team, seeing what we've seen so far? I thought I think I saw somewhere I think PFF maybe that the posted the playoff odds, and uh, we have better playoff odds to win our division than uh, one of three than than uh, the Seattle Seahawks do. I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, like I said, they've got 12 weeks. Right. And, and I think if they continue, if, if things continue along the lines that they do, you know, the Cowboys will win some games here and there, I think, because, you know, if, they, well, I mean, I, <laughs> we hope. I mean, I think they will because eventually I don't, they're not going to, I can't, I, I really have a hard time, but who knows, you know, it's 2020. Maybe I should stop saying stuff like this. Uh, yeah, I, I really yeah. have a hard time believing that they'll continue to historically turn the ball over the way they do. Right. So if, I think if that ends and, some experience in the defense can st- stop some of the bleeding. 
I think they'll win some. They'll win a couple games. I, I mean, uh, you know, I think they they have the opportunity to be much better than that. I just don't know that it's likely. I think it's likely that they'll win. That they'll probably win the division. Um, but I they're going to be by far the you know the if if they're playing like this, they're going to be far, by far the worst team in 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 the playoffs. And mm-hmm. um, you know, it's 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 kind of a huge asterisk year, anyways. But I just feel like it's going to be very interesting to see exactly what happens over the next 12 weeks, because, um, you know, this is a new coaching staff. So you don't, you know, you don't really have an idea how long this leash is on some of the guys like Mike Nolan. And you hear about, uh, like Charles Robinson tweeting about how the, the, the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy's super, super, you know, buddy, buddy with Nolan is not going to willingly throw him under the bus. So, you know, I, I think it's it's going to be about trying to fix what's here, trying to, you know, course correct what's gone broken. I mean, I do think, again, I, I will stand by my, my statement that I think it is an unfair representation of what this defense is supposed to look like because of the obvious extenuating circumstances. And, you know, frankly, the worst case scenario when you're going from a something that's simple to something complex and then you've had all your your time to learn it removed from you. I, I, I can I can, you know, sympathize with that legitimate, you know, reasoning as to why things have not gelled the way they should. But they, you know, there's still a lot of really talented professional football players here enough that th- we shouldn't be seeing this. And, um, you know, the, the Cowboys have got to find a way to, like I said, either figure out something that they do well on defense or their offense is going to need to take on the added burden of having to score points while also continuing to protect their defense by playing, um, you know, s- symbiotic football by by helping them by running the football and and that's fine the problem is the cowboys haven't run the ball very well this year and their success rate is really low and they're just they aren't blocking particularly well so even if you want to try that i'm you don't have the the horses up front to do that like you did in 2016 or even in 2018 i will say i I do uh, think that's one thing that might get better now that you've kind of settled on an o-line combination you know because i do think that you know, Brandon Knight's not not Lael Collins, but you do have finally have Tyron Smith back. I think Biotish might be a better run blocker than Joe Looney is already. Uh, so there there is an opportunity that that could get a little bit better. But I I completely agree with you that Zeke and Pollard, frankly, have not given me any kind of co- confidence uh, that 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 this um, this immediately is something that should get better. You know, right away. Yeah, both those guys are among the the league's worst running backs in yards after contact, enforcing guy, enforcing missed tackles, just not giving you a lot there. And you know they've had some favorable boxes and just just not doing a lot in the run game. Uh, Zeke is still averaging under four yards per carry this year. Uh, you know, Tony Pollard got a little bit of a run today, but even him, I mean, you don't trust him in pass protection, and he's fumbled a couple times this year as well. So. Uh, Cowboys are going to have to make some changes here in the next couple of weeks in the run game if they want to be successful in that phase of the game. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We will be back on Tuesday to do some film study. Uh, we'll answer some questions on Wednesday. Thursday is our crossover podcast. And then we're getting ready for the New York Giants on Friday. So we will see you guys later in the week. Take care.
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.